This is your daily real estate syndication show, and I am your host, Whitney Sewell. Today is a highlight show that's packed with value from different guests around a specific topic. Don't forget to like and subscribe, but also go to lifebridgecapital.com where you can sign up to start investing in real estate today. I hope you enjoy the show. Our guest is Craig Haskell. Thanks for being on the show, Craig. Thank you so much for having me. Craig Haskell is the author of The Inside Game to Real Estate Value Investing, Syndication Wealth, and How to Take an Apartment from Money Pit to Money Maker. Craig is founder of Value Hound Academy, a leading training and coaching platform for new and experienced real estate professionals eager to seek inspiration and education on syndication to capitalize on today's real estate market. I'm excited to have Craig on the show. He's a perfect guest and he's coached many people and been in the business a long time. And thanks again, Craig, for your time. And I know the content that you're going to provide and value to the listeners. And uh, But would you give us a little more details about your background and how you got into this thing we call the syndication and, and for the listeners that's never heard of you? Yeah. Thanks so much, Whitney. I look forward to offering up some ideas and strategies for your listeners to uh, take advantage of in their syndication business. But I got started back in, gosh, 78, 79, when I was in college. I was reading a book called Nothing Down. It was written by Robert Allen. He was a big guru back then, you know, how to become rich buying properties with nothing down. And I don't know, have you ever heard of that book, Whitney? I haven't, never heard of it. Yeah, so it was big time. And in Southern California, where I'm from, it's pretty tough to go out and find deals with nothing down. But I did, I graduated from college in 82, and I thought I'm gonna do this on my own. And so I, cause I wanna be rich, right? And so I'm gonna go out there and try and find these houses. I created a company called Paramount Investments and we went out trying to, trying to find properties. We got some deals tied up, but we never got anything done. And I got started getting frustrated. It was about a year, year and a half. And I started, you know, I want to do this full time on, on a more professional level. So I decided to get my real estate license, my, my, uh, my real estate broker's license. And I got that in 1983. And I started working for a regional company in Southern California, Newport Beach area. The name of the company is Norse, Beggs and Simpson. And my specialty was, when I started working was with the retail space, and the office space. And I worked with a lot of syndicators and that's kind of how I learned the business when I was there. I worked for these syndicators, learned what they were doing. If you think about it, most buildings in the commercial space, the larger buildings are all syndicated. There's, there's all different types of syndication and different types of investors, different structures, but it's all basically syndicated. And so I learned this business from, from very sharp guys and about in the middle of the of the, the decade there, about 85, 86, I decided to go out on my own. I started, I started a real estate brokerage company and a real estate management company. I started managing properties and brokering properties for these big syndicators. I had a big client up in Century City, Beverly Hills area, and they had like 200 properties around the, around the world. I helped them manage and, and sell a lot of these properties. And I really got to learn the business. And we got to the late 80s or 89, I would say, I said, you know, I want to start doing my own syndications. I'm tired of getting paid fees and not really building some wealth. So what I did was I started to learn and I said, you know, I've always wanted to buy a house. So I, I syndicated the house. I found a little VA repo, a Veterans Administration repo, Chino Hills, uh, California, about a, a 2,000 square foot home, four bedroom, two bath, needed some love. We gave it some some renovations and and we bought it for about 70. We ended up selling it for about 100 120. And I raised the money to buy the deal. We partnered and we 
sold it in six months. And we each made about $22,000. And that got me going. I thought, yeah, I really like this. And I didn't have to buy this money, no money down. I went out and found investors and we bought these properties. So I started thinking about that. We got to the late 80s and we're starting to get into the 90s when we had the RTC days, the Resolution Trust Corporation, which was an organization that was set up to help dispose of all the troubled savings and loan loans, right? Back in 1986, I don't know if you remember, in 1986, we had a, a tax law change. Uh, before 86, when Ronald Ray was in office, they allowed savings and loans to invest their own money into real estate. They never were allowed to do that before, but they allowed them for a short period of time to do that. What savings and loans were doing was they were going out and buying this real estate. But what made things worse was during that time period, the tax code allowed losses, right? So you can go out and have business losses and you can write them off four to one. So all these syndications were being set up by doctors, attorneys that had tons of money that need, needed tax write-offs. They got four to one tax write-offs. So they had that all during the early 80s. In 86, they changed the tax law and they, and they just, they should have phased it in, but they didn't, they changed it. And all of a sudden, all these properties that they built over the years that were losing money, now they had to make money, right? Because you couldn't take the runoffs anymore. So now all of a sudden, the savings loan are taking back these, these properties. They get overloaded with properties. They create the RTC, Resolution Trust Corporation. They get rid of all these things. This is about 90, 91. And I'm thinking, this is a great time to get in and buy some low price deals. And I looked around the, the marketplace. I thought about going to Houston, but from Southern California, it was a three and a half, four hour flight. So I didn't like that idea. So I looked at Phoenix and Phoenix was only you know, an hour uh, hour flight or maybe a five to six hour drive. So I started setting up shop in Phoenix. And so I put together some partnerships. We went and bought uh, some properties, about uh, 1,500 units. We got them turned around and we sold them in the late 90s, made about six times our money. I know during that time period, I was doing some consulting for some of the bigger companies and family companies and helping them with their real estate businesses. And then we got started back up again in, in the 2000s. We started buying bigger properties. And so I did that for a number of years, helping other people, coaching people. And I got to the point, my son had died six years ago. He died and he was like 24 years old. It hit me hard. And so I started to change my life. And while I was changing my life, I found out I had cancer. So I said, for sure, we're changing my life. I sold all my fancy stuff. I got rid of everything. And now I have a red moped, how I get around, around town. My wife and I travel all over the place. I spend my time helping people out, but that's the kind of the big picture, Whitney, how I got how I got started. Wow, that's a <laughs> you've been doing this a long time. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about you know just helping helping others get started in this business, and you know you've you've written the books, so you've helped, so you've coached so many people, and obviously you've been you've been a part of so many syndications. You know since you said what your first deal was in the late found that house in like the late '80s. That's when you started, and yeah, that's incredible. So I'd like you to speak to the listener that really want to get into the syndication business. You know, from all your experience, you know, maybe you can just help somebody just how to get started in this business, some ways, some things they need to think about and moving forward and, and how to get started and, and, and start a successful syndication business. Okay, well, if you really think about, you know, starting a business, I mean, obviously, we're here today because we want to start a syndication business. But if you really think about starting a business, first off, you got to know, okay, what's my focus? What am I going to do? What is it I want to do? How am I going to do that? Why do I want to do it? You got to understand why you want to get in this business. It's so important to understand that. It's the backbone of your business. 
there's a great book out there that I would recommend to people called Start With Why, right? It's by Simon Sinek. And you can actually go to YouTube and find a video and watch it. He talks about finding your why is so important. If you think about all the movements that are going on around the country, right? You know, some of the Me Too movements, animal rights movements, environmental movements, the Black Lives Matter, Women's Rights Matters, all those kind of movements. I don't know if you ever watched them on TV, on the news or something like that. They're having rocks thrown at them. <laughs> they're having signs. They're getting beat up. But they're passionate about what they're doing. They ha- they're doing this because it's their why. This is what they, they have to do this because it's part of who they are. That's their why. You got to have your why and why you're doing this, right? So that's the first thing you need to think about. You need clarity on what that is, and you need clarity on what your plan is going to be and how you're going to do that. So I have a, a system that I that I just wrote a book here recently. It's coming out in a few weeks. It's called Ecopreneur Breakout, and it's all about breaking out and getting more stuff done. How to become a high achiever? You know, there's a lot of people that are that are stuck and that want to break out, want to start doing stuff, and so how to do that? Inside that book. I've got an eight-step process on how to do that. And it's based around what I call the ready, aim, fire principle. Ready, aim, fire. Too many people out in any business, including the syndication business, go out there and just start firing. They have no idea what they're, what they're looking at or what they're going after. There's anything that comes out, they're just going to shoot at anything that moves, right? Well, you got to have some focus. Then on the other side of that, you got the people that are always getting ready and aiming, right? They just got to study, got to get one more thing before they can get started and they never get going, right? So the right answer is we need and we need the ready, aim, fire. And the first part of ready is getting your mindset right. This is something you have to be committed on doing, guys. I mean, you have to really be committed that I want to do this. You got to be 100% committed. You can't be interested, right? You got to ask yourself, am I interested or am I committed? Most of us are committed. They think, oh, I want to go out and do this. They get started. They start working in it. And all of a sudden, get a roadblock, they get stuck, they hit the wall of pain, and they give up. They were never really committed when they started. I feel like a, a lot of people feel like it's going to happen overnight or maybe in the first couple months. And, you know, after a little bit of hard work over three or four months, they're like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to do something else. Right. And uh, a lot of guys that come to me that, that want me to help them with their business, they all want to become billionaires in three weeks. Life doesn't happen like that. It doesn't, you start small and you grow, just like all these big restaurants that, that are chains now. They start as a hole in the wall, right? Everybody starts businesses out of their garages or in their living, in the living room. That's the way you start. And so you've really got to get ready and aim and fire and have that system lined up. So that's the first thing is, is get your mindset right. Be 100% committed to what you're doing. And once you get that, that's part of ready, right? You got to get the training. You got to know what you're doing. If you're going to go out and buy a multifamily property, it's a business. It's got income. It's got expenses. It's got debt to service. It's got customers to take care of. You got to lease units. You got repair and maintenance orders you got to do. You got to pay taxes. There's all kinds of things you got to do. It's a business. You got to know how to operate that business or at least understand how to operate that business, right? Because the better you are at operating that business, the more successful you'll be, the more money you're going to make. People will run these properties like they're investments. You can't. You got to run them like a business. So you got to get the training on both the deal side and how to buy these things and get them set up. And on the, on the operational side, not most of you are going to get a property management company that will come in to do that, but you'll find that the, most of those property management are, are companies are no good. But you, I really want you to get the training about this business and understand what it is you're doing. And, and the third thing of, about getting ready is, is getting the support. You need to have people around you 
that will support you. Our guest is Stephen Libman. Thanks for being on the show, Stephen. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Stephen's official member at Forbes New York Business Council at Integrity Capital Group. And currently, Integrity Capital Group and its partners own and operate over 2,000 units valued at $150 million in assets and have 1,000 units overfunded and in development. Stephen, you know, thanks again for your time and, and being on the show and being willing to provide some great content and value to the listeners. And tell the listeners a little more about yourself and, and just how you got into this, this business we call syndication and why. So my background was single family fix and flip. We actually still own one of the largest wholesale and fix and flip businesses in New Jersey. So we'll, we'll do about 200 flips this year in that business. But as we all know, that business is very active. So there's moving parts to it. It's not passive. And I think whenever anybody wants to get into real estate, they're thinking about the freedom that they're trying to provide for them and their families versus this really great job. And that's what we've kind of created is a, is a really good job in that other business. So just over the last 12 to 18 months, Integrity Capital Group was born. And the three partners are all fix and flip and wholesale guys that recognize that the larger, you know, the freedom comes from these larger multifamily complexes, self-storage units, student housing complexes, things like that. So we decided to start focusing on those asset classes. And what we found was nobody cared about how much we were going to flip. They didn't care about how many wholesales we were going to do, how many deals we were going to do. They wanted to know about assets under management. And it became kind of a, a difficult thing to get deals. We couldn't see the deals that we wanted to see, right? They're going to vetted sponsors. They're going to guys that have a thousand units under management already. So we just couldn't really see good deal flow. And that's why we chose syndication. We said, you know, if we could figure out a way to raise capital and we've been doing it for years on the fix and flip side, why don't we raise the capital and then go find a sponsor that has a good deal, that has a good track record and just say, hey, we have some money. We'd like to partner with you on your next deal. And that time came just about, I guess about nine months now. And that was a self-storage facility that we're building out in Orlando. It's 1,193 units. CubeSmart is going to manage it. It's ground-up development. It's going to be done in two phases. But really exciting project for our first one out of the gate. Nice. So let's back up a little bit because I think many listeners can relate to to you and how you know how you got started in the syndication business specifically. But obviously, you know, doing did you say 200 flips a year? Yeah, this year we'll do just about 200. Yeah. That's no small task or small feat. I mean, that's that's very impressive just to have, you know be able to develop systems like that. And obviously, uh, it is a, a very active business, right, or job. I just got off the red eye from Denver. It's, I don't know, eight or nine o'clock here in New Jersey. And I was just, I just spent a week in Denver with the mastermind group that made that business systemized and worked in that way. In 2016, we did 16 deals. So we've grown pretty quickly in that business because of being around the right people, the mentors that have shown us how to systemize that and grow that. So that's been, that's been great, but that business is, it's active, active at best. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like that. And and that's a whole nother podcast just about the people you're around and how, you know, that's affected your business. And, and, you know, I appreciate you just speaking to that and going, I mean, from 16 to, to 200, I mean, that, that speaks volumes to the people you surround yourself around. So you all started to move towards multifamily and what type of multifamily were you first looking for? Yeah. So initially we were just looking in the Southeast Midwest for a hundred units plus of cash flowing value add B2C assets. And we were doing the, you know, we were listening to the podcasts. We were learning how to underwrite. We were going out and trying to find deals and, you know, beat the streets. So we weren't, I mean, we're 
pretty much asset class agnostic. You know, we're not saying we just want this, but we were a little bit tighter with our parameters when it was just us because we we understood how to underwrite multifamily. We weren't doing feasibility studies on, you know, 1,193 units to be managed by CubeSmart in Orlando. So it was just, it was a little bit different of a shift for us when we realized that we weren't getting the deals that we wanted to see and we had to kind of pivot a little bit. So, you know, I can appreciate how, you know, you all didn't just give up there and say, okay, let's just keep, let's just keep flipping or let's just do that. That's what we're good at. You know, and I think that a lot of people, they try to branch out and then they feel some difficulties or some turbulence. And then they're like, okay, you know, let's just stick to this thing over here we're comfortable with. Right. And so talk through that a little bit. You know, how did you keep everybody on board? Say, okay, let's, let's find a different path and let's, let's keep pushing. Yeah. It wasn't an option to not do it. I mean, we always knew that the real freedom and the real passive lifestyle that we were, that we wanted comes from passive income and passive cash flow. So maybe it crossed our mind once or twice to say, Hey, well, we have a lot of this deal flow. Why don't we just keep them, rehab them and rent them. But every single mentor of ours that owns, you know, hundreds or even thousands of units was like, look, yes, it's a little bit harder to break in, but you don't want 150 roofs. You don't want 150 boilers. You don't want 150 AC condensers. You, you know, if you can figure out how to put that stuff under one roof, you know, the economies of scale really help and benefit. And the third party management on single family is, is near impossible. And third party management over 100 units gets absorbed. So, yes, it's going to take longer. Yes, it's going to be harder, but it's going to be worth it. And we just trusted those guys, you know, just put yourself around people that are doing it and, and you can systemize that process and you can see how it really does create true freedom in the long run. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Real Estate Syndication Show. Please subscribe and like the show. Share it with your friends so we can help them as well. Don't forget, go to lifebridgecapital.com where you can sign up and start investing in real estate today. Have a blessed day.